Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Sarah Kustak. I'm the NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and I'm hosting a new podcast called NBA Flashback. NBA Flashback takes you back to the best moments in NBA history through exclusive archival audio from the NBA vault. Curry, way downtown, And each week, we'll have new interviews with the legends who were actually on the court. Check out NBA Flashback on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money-making conversations. Here we go. 
Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I say it every time the show starts. It's time for you to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. I always talk about gifts and passions. If you have a gift, leave with your gift. And don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews are with celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They give us their nuggets, their secrets of how they've been successful over a period of time. Maybe you can grab on to that information and be successful too. My next guest is Philip Ashley Rex. Philip Ashley Chocolates is one of the world's preeminent, see they put that word right there, preeminent chefs and designers of luxury chocolate. He is an award-winning chocolate chocolate tour. Is that, is that correct, Philip, chocolate tour? Yeah, yeah, you there got you it. go. Uh, founding in Memphis, Tennessee. That's right up. I mean, Atlanta. So that's just a little bit up north. You know, we all know about the barbecue. We know about that hot chicken in Memphis. Now you're about to find out about Philip Ashley Chocolates. In 2012, that's when it all started. The brand has an international following and is retained by high-profile clients, top corporations, and major events to offer premium gifts. And, and we all know about the COVID-19 pandemic, how it shut down this country. Well, in February 2020, prior to the COVID, COVID shutting down the company. He had a lot of major events on it. He was on the Food Network's uh, Chop Sweets. He was a finalist. And then in November of that same year, Oprah's favorite things list to buy, to put, to put in your gifts for Christmas, for whatever you wanted to do. Philip is also known for his branding and marketing expertise. Now check this out. In 2021, he founded Uncommon Hospitality Group, a real estate development company focused on driving imagination, innovation, and impact in the mixed-use commercial real estate space. Please welcome to the show an innovator. Uh, I, won't call, I won't call him an instigator because he got chocolate, you know, but he looks like my little twin brother. But please welcome to the show, Philip Actually Rex. How you doing, Philip? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, like a good-looking guy, so I got, I got to throw that out right now. You know, got the beard, got the glasses. You're shining. So, so, but gotta but, keep it clean every got, every week. Every I mean, week. I'm telling you, so Phil, and people don't understand. You know, women, women always say, like, it's hard looking like us. It's hard right, to keep this right. up, right? You gotta keep, you gotta maintain this. This is a weekly process. I go to the barber, get a straight razor every Saturday morning. So, you know, I tell you, that's why I just want to let everybody know because I got an identical looking guy on the phone. On video, on my on my talk show today, that looks like me. I put in the work every day to just yeah. get up. I wish I could just walk out of that door, Philip. But people gonna right. look like I'm broke. They gonna look like I'm sick. They gonna ask me what's wrong. <laughs> All those things. So you are a brand, correct, Philip? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and like you said, they think that you know everything takes you know. Uh, curation, management, you know. So, like I said, we I, I don't have hair, you don't have, but that there's a process to this. So it's not <laughs> easy. No, you know, because you you come out there with a little scattered hair. People act like you. What's wrong, man? What you do? You have time? You have time? So because that's, that's, I reason we just started out like that, talking about image, talking about mm-hmm. brands, talking about because that's part of what you are pursued about marketing and branding. And Absolutely. a lot of people throw those words out because you hear what's my because you hear branding a lot and, and yeah. some people just saying it don't even know what that means and then Absolutely. because sometimes they they put the word branding and marketing together thinking it's all one word and that's not true you know a yeah. uh, brand you develop marketing is what you do to, to put get the word out about your brand so talking about uh, being one of the sought off most sought off people in that area and how did that really start launching your own brand how did that manifest itself into your brand yeah. Philip. 
Yeah, so really it started, Rashawn, in uh, 2007. Mm-hmm. I, I was um, living in Baltimore at the time, mm-hmm. living in Baltimore, working in corporate America. Uh, three o'clock in the morning, woke up from the dr- uh, dream and was like, okay, I'm going to be a chocolatier for the rest of my life and make chocolate for a living. Mm-hmm. And and that's literally how it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, it, it just became an obsession. You know, I was already in the consumer packaged goods industry, uh, moving product, working with uh, companies and individuals. Uh, and, and I'd been cooking for a long time. I, was, I started learning how to cook for my grandmother at five. And right. so I was always a really good cook. But you know, so a lot of things kind of fell into place, ended up, you know, pursuing chocolate. And so I spent the better part of five years, the first three in particular, teaching myself about chocolate, learning everything about food. You know, how do you taste, uh, you know, the zones of the palate, studying herbs, spices, uh, proteins, you name it. And then, you know, my main goal was to recreate that stick of gum from Willy Wonka. I was always fascinated with that story um, and particularly that concept where he had the roast beef, the blueberry pie uh, (laughs) and the potatoes in one thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to do that in real life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so subsequently that's what we've become known for in putting blue cheese in chocolate. One of our, our most popular flavor one we've won, a good food awards, which is kind of like a Grammys for food, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that sort of thing is our French blue cheese chocolate called Savoy. Uh, and, we, you know, we've won awards for a number of chocolates, barbecue chocolates, sweet potato mm-hmm. chocolates, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. chocolates that really tell stories. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what does your show taste like? And, and so we create something that has your personality, your DNA, your favorite foods, your favorite colors, and we kind of create and craft and extract um, the flavor and, and turn it into a, a bonbon. Well, you know, we, we always, um, you know, sweets grabs anybody's attention, you know, their, their yeah. palate, as they say. And uh, chocolate is also, you know, that, that version. My wife loves chocolate. She but, she's, but there's a different chocolate you don't have to and and, because you're gonna educate me here a little bit philip okay because you have a your premium chocolate my my favorite premium chocolate candy is turtles okay i love those now by the way i went to your website now and you're out of turtles so i was mad at you philip because i love that that we just turned it back on today so you're a little while ago so you're back on It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to midnight mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. 
Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when there are parched or windy conditions out there, you got to be extra careful with things like burning yard waste. After all, wildfires can start anywhere, even in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Because what I try to do, Philip, when I I interview somebody like you have food, I always like to test your product and test the whole system. How does it work? So I go online and order, and I say, okay, it came. I got notifications. Because that lets me know where they stand as far as trying to get the product to the customer. Because we're coming on my show, Money Making Conversation, I get a sense of who you are. And so I went on there, and I said, so turtles, oh, man, out of turtles. Because that's my favorite, man. So, so. Well, you, well, you, you have some on the way. Okay, actually, cool. So we yes. will be very. I will be very happy, and I'll be posting it on my social media too. Me eating yeah. the your, your Philip Ashley chocolate turtles, because yeah. tell us why. What is the difference between me just grabbing some off the shelf? And I'm just no, not just being derogatory, like oh. a Snickers bar has chocolate around it, or, or anything like that, versus your premium chocolates that you serve. Yeah, so, no, that's a great question. We what we really focus on, like I said, is that storytelling element. And so it's not just chocolate or a box of candy. It really is an experience. You know, where else are you going to find a chocolate that has uh, sweet potato in it? Or in particular, we have chocolates that are a collard green and cornbread chocolate that actually tastes good and tastes like the things that we say are in it. And so, you know, truly handcrafted like we are in here. In Memphis, I'm in my chocolate factory, the 2.0 version <laughs> of it, uh, and we make everything by hand. I'm sourcing the best ingredients. We're constantly scouring the earth for the best cocoa beans out of Ghana, out of Cote d'Ivoire. You know, where can we get the the best strawberries from? Whose farm do we need to go to? Um, you know, it's just always in this constant, perpetual state of daydreaming, new flavors new ideas and and then how do we bring those to fruition uh in the chocolate and and so that's what you're getting different from your standard variety chocolate on the shelf right. you know we we have chocolates something else that's on its way to you we do a, a collection for uncle nearest uh which is a premium whiskey wow uh, they they're amazing whiskey makers their distillery is here in tennessee not too far from us just outside of Nashville. And so we have an entire collection that captures the whiskeys they have, but not just that. We didn't just throw whiskey in the chocolate. We said, okay, what's the story of Uncle Nearest? What's the story of Lincoln County and the process Mm -hmm. that differentiates Tennessee whiskey from bourbon? How do we convey that through a bonbon? And so that's really what you're getting. Now, when when we we talk about you you based in Memphis, Tennessee. Yep. Yes. Like I said earlier, barbecue, chicken, you know, uh, the little ducks, you know. <laughs> oh, music. And then you, the chocolatier. Now, yes. you say you're using Boston, you know, 2000, 
what, seven? You was in Boston. Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. yes. Uh, Baltimore, excuse me. Now you're yeah. down in um, Memphis. What mm-hmm. made what inspired you to go in this direction, other than the fact it was a passion, it was carried off from a childhood dream, Willy Wonka? Because a lot of people will doubt you. A lot of people will tell you, man, you know, well, you need to be making a soul food restaurant or something that people are going to buy a lot of. Because people yeah. don't conceptualize this business. Like I always tell people, people understand a nine to five. When yeah. I left my job to tell people I wanted to be a stand-up comic, they went, how are you going to make money? Well, quite frankly, I couldn't really tell you either, but I mm-hmm. knew this is what I wanted to do for my life, my dream. Right. And right. so right. when you made the decision to do what you had to do, there was a lot of doubts. Talk about walking through that process, and then when it started clicking for you professionally. Yeah, and I believe you can attest to this. I think when when you really are driven by you know, purpose, passion, and a, and a real desire, like you said, with comedy, you know, and, and you've obviously learned this, that, you know, that's going to make way for you and make room right. for you. And uh-huh. particularly when you're, you know, you're, you're like, I was just driven, like I couldn't do anything else yes. if I wasn't doing this, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, and I can do a lot of other things just by the means of survival, so to speak. But you know, to truly live, and it didn't matter about struggling or not struggling. You know, it was like, okay, this is something that I have to do, uh, and and so through again, you know, and I've always just been different, and I learned real early. I think like my sophomore year in college, I was working a, a part time job at a call center, and I knew then that entrepreneurship was the way I was going. Right, and again, I and and I'm I never. I, I'm always and for and understand the need for a nine to five. Heck, we have people that work for us, you know, <laughs> and, and that's we, we love our employees. We work well and hard for them to make sure that they make a living wage and all of that. But I knew for me personally, I wanted to be the employer <laughs> and then I wanted to create something through the talent and, and, and the imagination and the gifts. Um, that I've been fortunate to be blessed with. And, and chocolate, again, was that medium. Right. And like I said, you know, there are writers, there are directors, there's actors, there's all sorts of t- storytellers. And I've always been fascinated by mm-hmm. the storytelling world, playwrights, et cetera, et cetera. You know, just growing up, you know, I've written plays in school and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, you know, but I wanted to marry three things you know, my passion for storytelling, my love of food, and, and my deep interest uh, in the consumer packaged goods industry. And I understood very early on that creating a product and being able to move product across a supply chain and then creating a sustainable one is, is where it's at. Uh, and so I wanted to bring those three things together. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go, almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. 
Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about nine or ten, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Now, in bringing those things together, you, two things that happened to you in 2020, and I'm just going to break it apart. One was the Parents on Food Network, the, the competition, and then Oprah's favorite things list. Mm-hmm. Now, me, if I was your manager, sir, and I go, okay, you you have a popular brand out there. Why would you go on a competition show where if you don't win, you know, you consider it a loser? Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Oh, you made the finalists, Food Network. Hey, we I watch the Food Network all the time. I know who you are. Right. Okay. Because right. I saw you on Food Network. Okay. okay. And Chop yeah. Sweet's one of my favorite shows. So when you start, that's the part of the brand we were talking about. You have marketing, you have branding. Okay. So when you made that decision, what was the idea and the concept because it wasn't about money so what was it about well just a general uh spirit of competition you know i wanted to go on uh what what i feel like is a big stage uh, for food and for for chefs Mm -hmm. and compete you know i played sports and it's (laughs) rare nowadays that we actually have a chance to uh at least for me to to uh compete against others in, in in a true arena, so to speak. And so I thought that was fun. Then, of course, it's Food Network. I mean, love Food Network, grew up watching it. Yes, sir. Um, always been around it, you know, particularly, at, you know, at its height. Uh, and so Chop was a, a, has definitely been a favorite of mine. And so when they came out with the sweet version, I was like, yeah, of course I want to do it. Right. You know, I do the regular one, so right. the, uh, the, the original. So um, that was that was really the the thought process behind that. Um, you know, losing uh, or not finishing was never entered my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I, I even think you know, and, and and my friend Amber Croom, who who I know, uh, I know Amber. Uh, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, she did a fantastic job. You know, of course, the competition uh, or the competitor in me. Is like, yeah, I should have won, yes, but sir. at the same time, she did a great job as well. So, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, she's very talented, Amber. I know her very well. Yeah, uh, okay. And so, so, so that. But what did it do as far as your popularity? Did it bring visual recognition? Did it bring did it bring uh, sales to your brand? News articles, of course, especially in the market of Memphis. Talk about yeah. that part of the the the, the blessing. Yeah, it, it was definitely one of the those things. You know, continuing to seek national. Uh, uh, acclaim visibility, which leads to growth. And that was the real uh, motivation behind it. This is a, a, a large stage where I get to showcase not only my talent, but talk about 
my brand, my business, uh, and my product uh, in an in on in a um, medium or on a medium that put us in front of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, yes, uh, millions of people, uh, vi- viewers around the country and even the world. And so, you know, we f- we ship internationally, mm-hmm. and so. You know, I've always been thinking beyond the four walls of Memphis, you know, and, and that's really the, the the main thing. And like I said, my goal was to, uh, you know, win, of course, but if not win, have a good showing. And I felt like that would that accomplish you know, would know who we were and mm-hmm. what we do here. Absolutely. And you, you've accomplished that like, because you, you came on my radar. You came on my radar. And so so now we're talking to Philip. Uh, you know, he's the founder and CEO of Philip Ashley Chocolates. Now, let's fast forward to November now. Yeah. You know, Oprah's favorite things. That's a definitely different conversation. Now, you know, the, the beauty of life, man, it, Oprah, there's two black people in America that you always won't be associated with. Tyler mm-hmm. Perry, if Tyler Perry call you, that means you got an acting job. If Oprah call you, that means she likes something you're doing, okay? Right. In this right. case, Oprah, Oprah people call you, contact you, say, hey, man, you're chocolates. What yeah. was your reaction to that, man? And what did you do to capitalize on that opportunity she gave you to be on that list? Yeah, well, first of all, I was just grateful. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, setting goals, creating a vision, working to manifest it. And, you know, and a lot of it is, you know, timing, opportunity, um, favor, luck, whatever you want to call it. And so, you know, I said eight years ago when I found the company, man, we should be one of Oprah's favorite things. Clearly yes, we weren't ready then. Mm-hmm. Even when we got the call, um, which would have been this time last year, when we got the original call saying, hey, we're looking at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when we, months later, when we got the final, hey, you know, you're one of them and we want the perfect turtle uh, to be <laughs> Um, that product. And and we make a really good turtle. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, And so it was a huge thing. Of course, it's Oprah, you know, the amount of attention. Um, Of course, we had to also contend with the pandemic. So uh, in a year where one of the biggest things that could happen to us, the world is essentially um, on hold. And, you know, all the things that all the challenges that came with that, uh, I'll, I'll tell you was, you know, but ultimately that was, it was a great opportunity, huge momentum generated behind, behind that, uh, which put us again on an even bigger, mm-hmm. more national and international mm-hmm. stage than Food Network mm-hmm. uh, did. And then that led to other opportunities and other visibility, um, you know, and we also, I'll tell you, we had some some mighty challenges mm-hmm. uh, navigating uh, that world, because as you know, growing, growing really, really quickly is difficult. Yes, it is. Um, it's even harder when, you know, again, not to make excuses, but the pandemic created challenges mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, we, I had to figure creative ways around. Right. And so um, dealing with backlog, dealing with, uh, you know, only being able to have so many people uh, in in an area for so long, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, uh, you know. So it was tough, but I tell you what, it it definitely taught me a lot, not only about myself, but how I see the business, how I operate, and we've been making some incredible enhancements to our operation to increase production, to 
um, communicate with our customers more efficiently and effectively, and really, again, just make the experience from start to finish that much more favorable uh, and and more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, I'm super grateful that she found us, even with the challenges that came our way and the things that we had to navigate. You know, I think you learn the most out of things like that. You know, if it were just, oh, you know, Oprah called us up, you know, we sold and we did well in sales. Mm -hmm. But also, if there was no challenge behind it or nothing that really pushed me, Mm -hmm. I mean, we may not be talking and it would just be like another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about it, I think from a standpoint of, we all know how, uh, uh, minority business or business of color and African American were impacted by COVID. But the blessing yeah. of it is that I think as restaurant owners and entrepreneurs, we learned. We learned. Mm-hmm. We learned that we were kind of like cheating ourselves on how we should be doing our business model. Right. And COVID and all the pandemic said, okay, there's a model to win with long term and you need to have a plan B. Mm-hmm. And the plan B should move you forward. And the plan B is not an, a, a plan that's to say you're trying to shortchange yourself is to let you know that the perfect world does not exist and you should have options of how you sell your product. And when he was saying, what Philip was saying about is that you could be selling business, but that doesn't mean when you're selling stuff, that means that your, your dollar comes back to you as fast as you sell it. So that means when somebody like an Oprah or a massive business come and say, Hey, we want a lot of your product. Okay. There's a payment period that you got to also also be able to deliver to the people and say, hey, I got to buy the product, I got to make the product, and I got to shift the product. So you got to have, have revenue or, or income sitting there or some type of investor to come in and be able to help you move that product to the level so you can deliver on time and be and be recommended as a company of choice and also be recommended as a company that can deliver what they say. That's what people have to understand when they're talking about these products. And that's what just one of the great skills that you develop and that you talk about. And people come to you, right, Philip, in regards yeah. to these levels of conversation. Talk about that. Yeah, um, you know, just talked to Shelby County government. Uh, Mayor Lee Harris had me talk to his folks about that very thing and really, you know, focusing, um, you know, and, and and that's what we've had to do, focus. And, and me personally, right. as the business owner, there's so many things and, you know, people are always kind of coming at you with this or that, you know, really focusing on ensuring the long-term success of the business uh, and and part of that is is really being agile right. and, and and how to pivot, you know, and and create opportunities out of even you know duress in a sense, you know. Well, what are the difficult things that have come via uh, this opportunity? What mistakes did we make, uh, and how can we improve on them, enhance, and then prevent those same things from occurring the next time? And so um, that's again just just understanding how to develop the business to scale it, you know, cause Absolutely. you know, I'm trying to five X, 10 X this mm-hmm. thing and beyond. Mm-hmm. And, and so how do we improve our standard operating procedures? How do we um, bring in employees, train them more effectively? Uh, how do we refine our product? Uh, you know, how do we communicate and market and even be on stages such as this and on your show, then let people know that, Hey, 
you know, we are a small business that's growing. We are a black owned business, mm-hmm. but you know, we, we do an amazing job at what we do. Yes, sir. So. Let, let's talk about it. Cause you kind of walked about, which I, which I want to lean into my next question is about putting young black men and women in this, in the craft trade environment. Yes, talk sir. about that. And then I want to close with you talking about your uncommon hospitality group. Yeah. So um, it's real important. And I mentioned, you know, earlier about just uh, securing a sustainable supply chain. And for me, that's both in sourcing um, raw materials. So from our our cocoa um, beans and things of involvement in Africa and beyond, uh, but also with our employees, with our with with the labor uh, and particularly being in Memphis, Memphis, like a lot of other cities. Um, we have a, we're 70% African-American, mm-hmm. you know, 70% of Memphis is black. And so with that, you know, my focus from an employment standpoint uh, has really turned the focus on young men and women, African-American and of color uh, between the ages of 18 and 21 specifically, because these are folks that, you know, they're, if they're not going to college, um, and, and these, I just hired another young man yesterday. He started today, uh-huh. 18, just graduated, wasn't going to college, but of course, high schools aren't really focusing on trades anymore either. Uh-huh. Uh, so bringing them in, showing them a craft trade, uh, and then saying, look, you know, we're going to pay you $15 an hour, uh-huh. uh, for the first year. But by the end of the first year, you will be upwards to $20 an hour. Wow. So it, at 19, barely 20, you're going to be making 40 plus thousand dollars in a city where the median income or the problem is like 35. Right. So mm-hmm. we, we got you above that at a young age. But I'm also working with uh, folks like my friend uh, up in uh, Pittsburgh, Maya Eric, um, that will help with financial planning and mm-hmm. doing all those kind of things mm-hmm. uh, that will work with these young folks to not only make money, but when they're 25, 35, and 45, they understand the value of the dollar that they've earned and they can go off and do investing and do other things. And so that's the bigger picture, not to just employ them today and pay them 15 bucks or 20 bucks, but really set them on a course of success. And and, and honestly, looking at some of the things that I had to navigate between 18 and 42. Uh, and if I can knock out a few of those roadblocks, yes. you know, then, you know, hopefully it's, it's a good thing. And uh, the Uncommon Hospitality Group. Yes. Uncommon Hospitality Group is something that, you know, is, is really a part of me in my next kind of phase of, yes, of, of bringing a real chocolate factory to life. But uh, again, I'm all about the experience. You know, so I curate things like a, a, a grand masquerade ball in the uh, in November. Mm-hmm. You know, we do all these really cool tastings, virtual tastings, mm-hmm. live tastings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, again, the chocolate is a big experiential element. And mm-hmm. so taking that feel and that brand to commercial real estate where mixed use, um, you know, so then bringing in black owned businesses, wine companies. Uh, restaurants, uh, you know, commercial businesses, and even uh, residential. And so that's what it's all about, starting here in the heart of Memphis, uh, working to source several properties to put together just a really cool experience for people to come, not only experience Philip Ashley chocolates, but that's that's the anchor or core, 
but then just kind of see a community uh, that that is business oriented uh, and focused on consumer goods and focused on consumer experience uh, and, 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 and living in a downtown community uh, and just kind of showing people that there are other folks that can develop, you know, really cool things. Uh, in a city as well. So. I tell you, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, he's based in Memphis. Uh, you can buy his uh, products online, international, domestic. But more importantly, when you go to Memphis nowadays, you, you go up there for the blues, go up there for the hot chicken, go up there for the barbecue. Now you go up there for the turtles, the, yeah. the perfect turtles down there, the Philip Ashley chocolates. Hey, Phillips, yeah. man, thank you for coming. Philip, thank you for coming on my show, man, Money Making Conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has and, been, a, and, been a pleasure. So and you know, it's always it. nice looking at my twin brother, too. <laughs> yes, yes, I love Mary you, man. Was I love Good it. Thank on, you. I love it, brother. Well, I'm going to get up to Memphis, man, and you say in the fall you do some things, I want to come up there and be a part of it. Just yeah, hang we'll out with you. We'll send you the calendar. We'd love to have you out. And also, uh, when you do a next virtual testing, send it to me so I can post it on my social media and put my newsletter, okay? Sir, will do. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, Philip, for coming on Money Making Conversation. If you want to hear or see any of my interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog, cat, giraffe, giraffe, really? Giraffe, uh, giraffe. You're not gonna get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.